And welcome to Watch Your Crappins, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today, live from a boat going down Le Seine in the middle of Paris, where he is airing out his frustrations with, with Victoria, it's Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? I've always been nice to you. I've always asked you about yourself. <laughs> Hi, we're talking about the season, perhaps series finale of Real Girlfriends in Paris. And I have to say, I've barely been able to sleep since this show aired because I <laughs> have, I've been, my, I've been having nightmares about Drapery Satan. Oh my God. I've, I'm afraid that Drapery <laughs> Satan's going to come for me. I'm afraid for my soul. The drapery Satan. Oh, my God. I'm afraid those brothers are going to come for me. Hey, we had to do your curtains, all right? We just flew in from Jersey. Those brothers. Like, what is your show- budget for putting up fucking curtains on this show? Are you people kidding me? Those brothers were ready for their own spinoff. They came in ready like, hey, I'm Frank and I'm Sean. Hey, we're from New Jersey, but we're in Paris. Hey, let's go to the hardware store. Hey, you mook. They don't have hardware stores here. Hey, forget about it. Okay, bravo. Is that good enough? <laughs> yeah, they tried it. Wore their best t-shirts for the episode. Um, yeah, season finale of Real Girlfriends in Paris. Loved the show, guys. Hope you keep it going. Okay, and just so you all know, we're here for you. We okay? are. So even if your show's not on, we'll always be your aunties. So always call if you need somebody to make fun of you to your face. <laughs> just give us a call. Okay, <laughs> we love you. Yeah, God, I love this show. I really, really do. And um, you know, well, at the very least, you know, they always say we'll always have Paris. Well, we'll always have girlfriends in, in Paris. So um, before we get started, I judge a show based on what my Google search history was while that show was on the air. And so far, I've searched slip dresses to see what they're (laughs) supposed to look like. I've searched tiny bowling, just called like duck pins or something. Candle pin, candle pin. I think there's something called duck pin bowling. Just saying it right now. Oh, oh, now I'm going to look that up. I think so. Duck pin. Um... Yes, I've looked up 80-year-old rich art dealer. <laughs> yeah, Duckman Bowling. But I don't think you that see? was the bowling I mean, I'll learn things. Is, I think it's you know just... what? Get off my ass, okay? I'm talking about how educated I am now, and you're just trying to take it away brick by brick, okay? Get away from my education wall. <laughs> it's, it's a wall stealer. made of duck pins. <laughs> but there is there is such a thing as duck pin bowling. So there's duck, pill, duck, duck pin and candle pin spread anyway well guess what one can burn down los angeles and the other one is safe so i'm gonna stick with duck pin okay but you go ahead just go ahead and burn down the city and just burn down your city it's more parisian to have duck pin canard pin bowling you know than candle pin anyway you were saying you've been looking at credit i no longer care okay (laughs) um so 
<laughs> there. Uh, yeah, I just uh, love the show, and I learned so many new things on it. You know, I looked up how to pronounce how to pronounce listen, listen. Um, lots of good stuff. So thank you for everything that you've given. Also, eaten a lot of croissants because I'm mm. very easily swayed. And you guys say croissant so much that I go get like you know it's America. So you buy a croissant here, you get ten. Okay, so <laughs> a lot of ten packs of croissants. So thanks for that. Yeah, you nasty nasty girls. Um, yeah. I've loved it. I loved it too. I'm. I just I'm scared for it. You know this this morning I put out a tweet about it and I was like, oh let me add a gift. <laughs> let me add a gift to really sell this tweet. And I went I went on to Giphy. You could write in on Giphy. Like, hey, I need a GIF. Uh, I'll be like, oh, um, like Linda Fiorentino eating a slice of pizza in Arkansas. And there'll be like a video. Of, it'll be a GIF of her being like, oh, there's Linda Fiorentino eating pizza in Arkansas. You type in Real Girlfriends in Paris. It is like tumbleweeds. I was like, oh, this is not a good sign for the show. No one's making GIFs. People, people on the internet, make your Real Girlfriends in Paris GIFs, okay? Because I'm going to need them for the next 10 years. Well, I think a lot of it, too, is, like, the gay friend who's like, girl, you need some PR. I'll make some gifts. You know? I've been that guy to, like, housewives or whatever. I've been him. You know? I know. You guys need older gays. You can't just have a Yoan walking around going, hello, and trying to ruin your life. You need the gift maker gays. Okay? So go out there and search you some older gift maker gays. That's what I suggest. Yoan probably deleted all their gifts. He's like, no, Victoria's mean to me. Purge her gifts. I will ruin your gift life <laughs> in belly. Anyway, this is the end for <laughs> Real Girlfriends of Paris. And we're here to recap it. Go to patreon.com slash watch what happens to get our, access to our bonus episodes and uh, video and all that good stuff. And also come join us on Monday nights at Take a Seat on Take a Seat at Spotify Live. That's our that's our call in show. Every Monday, 7 o'clock on the West Coast, 10 o'clock on the East Coast. No idea what time it's on in Paris, but it's going to be eight or nine hours from around there. So <laughs> anyway, use your internets and figure it out. Let's get into this into this season finale. Um, it starts <laughs> off... <laughs> Marco's getting a text. And it says her slip dresses are ready. Badum, badum. I can't wait to show my dad. Doodum, shabadum. <laughs> Anya. <laughs> it says really big on the screen. <laughs> Anya. <laughs> yeah, Anya is. Uh, so yeah, Margot was lying in bed. Of course, her dresses are ready, and she's lying in bed. Anya is now trying to get her dog Jaja to come walk with her. She's like, Ja, Ja, do you want to move? Ja, Ja, this is not very surrealist of you. Come on, Ja. Ja, that dog is like, no, you closed the door on me last episode. I am not doing what you say. I understand the power balance in this relationship. Now I see you and I'm not walking to wherever you're walking. Okay, I'm going to go. I am going to go. I'm a little traumatized. No, no, no. I'm not going to go. I'm going to, I'm fucking traumatized. You can walk to the door by yourself. Hey, you know what? See what it's like walking to the front door of this apartment without me there (laughs) in my cute fur sweater that smells really bad because you have not washed it or changed it. And I have one sweater. Like I'm a dog that owns one sweater. So go to the door. Go to the door. Go to the door. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you, why are you leaving me? Why are you leaving me? Jaja's like, let me tell you something. Guess who's getting married at the Ritz? I am, because I'm a cute dog, and they let cute dogs get married for free there. But guess who's not? You. Wait, you're leaving? You're actually leaving the apartment? Wait, I take it all back. I take it all back. I'm coming with you. 
<laughs> yeah, that dog's going to have a nervous breakdown and leave. <laughs> so then, um, Aja! So we go see what Aja's <laughs> doing. Him. And she's with Alex, who I'm starting to just think Alex is um, an alcoholic mess and Aja needs to run. I mean, that's kind of yeah. a normal progression on a Bravo show where I really like your boyfriend for about two episodes. And then I'm like, run. <laughs> but he's a little crispy looking. I've got to say, he looks like when you're at the fair and they have corn dogs under the heat lamp for too long. Okay, He's like that uh, funnel cake that's been sitting out on display for just a touch too long. <laughs> he's just a little crispy. Right. As there's only so much. There's only so much powder in the world for that <laughs> funnel cake. And most okay. of it has already been snorted by the funnel cake itself. <laughs> so um, that's... Which is, I was like, is there a third carnival food we can? It's a, like a cotton candy. That no, was you fun. don't. You don't top funnel cake. Yeah, okay? I just thought don't comedy and threes have a try. So uh, anyway, In the gay funnel cake world. Everybody's like, do not top funnel cake. <laughs> like, oh my god, girl, you're right. I didn't want to say it out loud, but you are right, corn dog. <laughs> do not top funnel cake. It literally so, has funnel in the name. I mean, it, the the name funnel is <laughs> means things slowly going down a hole. <laughs> And away from you. So uh, she's with Alex and um, he, you know, looks drunk. And she's like, yeah, we drank too much. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Okay. <laughs> you you drank so- too much. You smoked too much. You, you fucking lived too much. You know? They- they won't even allow you inside the cafe. You're sitting on the, cr- you're sitting like on the, like the little bump outside the cafe wall. <laughs> With pigeons. Pigeons are afraid to come up to you guys. The pigeons are like, oh god, they're back. Alex's eyes are bleeding. Okay, you've had too much. Turn off your Aja Cam. Turn it off. So um uh Aja Cam is is definitely one of the Aja holds her cam up close and it's it's a shaky cam, but we all know which one's the worst cam, and it's gonna be coming up. But first we have Vic Cam, Victoria Cam. And she's really excited. She's like, okay, so like a male is like arriving like in an hour like. And like I have changed babe outfits like so like 10 times. Like I'm going to like fix this my face before she was like, oh my God, a male. Emily <laughs> comes across the screen. So we go to Emily's apartment. She's with her mom and they're hanging out the window yelling down at her brothers, you know. <laughs> Jack and Yak, who have just arrived from Jersey. <laughs> and they're like, up here. Hey, honey, can you see us? We're up here. Yeah, we're up here. We're up here. It's me, your mother. Can you see it? We're up here. Like, You're not helping the rest of Americans in Paris right now. You know? They already fucking hate us. Could you guys just calm it down? Throw them down a key. <laughs> I know. Please, please, please send them away. So they come in and... um. And so Emily is like, my brothers don't work with my mom and they're not even in interior design, but they were raised in the business. So who better to ask to fly out to Paris and do this? I'm like, maybe people who work with your mom and who work in interior design. I don't know. You kind of explained that yourself there. Use the internet and search <laughs> Angie List. Angie List. List de Angie. List okay. de Angie. Like, yeah. <laughs> isn't there Fucking just a. like... like Gerard Depardieu or something for crying out loud. List of Quig. So we Frank and Sean are their names, and um, they're you know uh, uh, they're a pair. They're a they pair. Are. Frank comes up and he's like, "I never came to Europe before, but now I came here." And Sean's like, "Are we meeting your friends? Are they single?" I was like, "All right, <laughs> calm down, Ruth Buzzy. No, <laughs> <laughs> not, 
You're, you're, not, you know what's funny? You're not here to make I, out with anybody, okay? I once saw an interview with Ruth Buzzy, and speaking of flying, she said, do you know how many airport bathrooms, airplane bathrooms I've cleaned? Because I don't want to step out of that bathroom and then people go in there and say, would you look at the way Ruth Buzzy left this airplane? <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I always think about that. Like, she's like, I clean every single airplane bathroom. <laughs> so, so Frank, uh, the bigger one, is like, stop chasing tail, bro. We're in Paris, all right? And Emily's like, guys, I'm so nervous. There's like so many different windows in the world. There's like so many different openings where air comes into buildings. The possibilities, they're endless, you guys. We do one opening cover. I mean, we could be doing... Just open a jar of peanut butter. You need a cover on that. Like, I can't even look at it without a cover on it. Like, we're going to be so rich, you guys. You guys, you just have to remember, it's different windows here, different interiors. I mean, it's Sonia Raquel. <laughs> They're just looking at her like, Sonia who? <laughs> like, Sonia Raquel. And the little one's like, yeah, well, you know, if we don't got what we need, we can always go to the hardware store. And Frank's like, this ain't new... NYC, bro, there's no hardware store. And she's like, yeah, there's no hardware stores in Paris, but I do want to make flooring dresses, which would be hardware. Oh my God, trademark that. Oh my God, let's fly our cousins in from Jersey to trademark that. Okay, all three of them. Hey, this is Mitch, and it's Annie and Tony, and you know what? We don't work in trademarking, and we don't even work for your mother, who better to call for trademarking in Paris. So. so Frank's like, how many windows you got? She's like, five. So we'll knock that out in a few hours. Really? You're, you're gonna... <laughs> you know you're not knocking out the windows, though, right? <laughs> you know you're just... Don't kick the glass. I'm honestly not sure watching this. And she's uh, like, no, no, because they have a meeting, so we got to do it in like two hours. And Frank's like, but I'm hungry, huh? And I don't not want no tartar to poulet, okay? I'm like, are they really setting up the season finale with we have a two-hour... No pun intended. Window to put up draperies. Like, this is what the season finale is. Okay, everyone. We're putting up draperies. We only got two hours. I love it. I think <laughs> can't it's believe so this show isn't funny. doing well. It's like the ER of windows. You know, they're just like walking really quickly down alleyways. Like, windows, 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 windows. Every other reality show. I mean, they, this we always have gussied up things where it's like, okay, we only have two hours to put on a fashion show. We only have two days to put on a wedding. We only have two hours to put up drapes. <laughs> Just the stakes are so amazing. Yeah. So then we go to Anya, and um, she's going into this coffee shop, and she's like, um, Zsa come on, baby. And Zsa just stands there in the middle of the sidewalk like, no. Now you want me to go to what, a fucking coffee shop? What, so I can make you look cuter? Oh, everyone's going to look at you and say, look at that dog in a somewhat dirty tutu. You know? No, you can go by yourself. Where are you going? Where are you going? Don't go in that coffee shop without me. You're just going to leave me on the sidewalk? <laughs> so, the, by the way, I have to say, there was a little bit of a challenge here because you have, this scene has Anya, Jaja, and Aja. <laughs> it's like a lot of like overlap here. It's like the Game of Thrones. Uh, it's the House of the Dragon of Bravo. I know, it really was. Rhaenyra, Renice, <laughs> Anya, Aja, Aja, Jaja. Oh. Egon and Egon. 
<laughs> Eric and Eric. <laughs> so um, they're there, and Aja's like, ooh, this place has espresso martinis. And, I, and Anya's like, um, it's 9 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> well, I'm on New York time. Uh, so Anya's like, okay, well, I brought you a card. It's just a little thank you. Um, but look at the picture of it. She's like, oh, my God, it's you on this card. Wow. More you. Thank you so much. Wow, this card is just big enough to fit a hundred done. No, it actually has a note. That is so nice of you. Thank you so much. Thank you for offering your professionalism, your friendship, and your labor, which is about $75 an hour. Oh, it doesn't say that. But you know what? Thanks for the card. Okay. And what is this note that says, I owe you $75? Oh, yeah. You owe La Bouche Rouge $75. We actually got a reverse commission, and we actually have to pay them now. You were actually docked for the way you placed the uh, fruit wax. So, (laughs) Yeah, this is actually um, a penalty for not wearing any sort of crustacean or mollusk in your hair. So um, Anya's like, well, how do you think the event went? And Aja says, it was good. You know, it was stressful. I mean, I wasn't, like, on a timeline. Like, I felt like I was just in, like, space, like, trying to make things work. You know what I mean? It's, like, kind of my relationship. Like, I'm in space. I'm like, are you breathing? And he's like, I am. And I'm like, but why do you look like you've been flushed out the tube and you're freezing to death? And he says, that's just how I look. And I think, wow, marriage. Marriage is coming up. Very, very soon. What were we talking about? (laughs) Well, I think, you know, like that literally was one of the problems, whatever that was that you were saying. And I did not like, (laughs) I did not like when you rearranged my table banquet. Um, I didn't, I didn't want you to change my creative. I wanted you to enhance my operational. Um, So that was an issue for me. And so Aja was like, yeah, well, I think that what would be good was, you know, for me to impart my skills onto you since, you know, like you have the creative and the curation, but I have the business skills and I have like the real, real business degree. I mean, you you have a business degree, but your business degree is in the shape of a melting clock. I think you just took a Dolly painting and wrote degree on it. And mine's an actual business degree. Actually, what I wrote on it was the glee. So, yeah. Um, but you know what? My degree is real. And my goal for this business is to take off and Matthew to be my business partner. And I was like, oh, okay. That's the first time I've been a little iffy on this. Matthew mm. needs to go out and get his own goddamn job, first yeah. of all. Okay. Yeah. Second, Matthew's just not a big go-getter. Okay. We yeah. saw Matthew at the party. Every time he started crying, he just looked very confused and started looking around and showing his wrist to people. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Also, you guys are trying to get married, so going into business together is not going to be the path that will help that, okay? Matthew needs to figure whatever comes after watches and go start selling that, okay? Mm -hmm. Because watches are also done, by the way. Watches are over. Unless you're counting your activity rings. Watches are over. Watches are over. (laughs) You know what you need to get into? Not watches. How about you get into croissants? Because croissants are still cool. Stupid. Listen, the past is in. I suggest sundials. Straight up sundials for Matthew. <laughs> Draperies. Who said that? Drapery Satan. Come to the dark side. Oh my god. She sold draperies to that client and then they couldn't tell the time because the sun wasn't hitting their sundial. Oh my god. <laughs> Emily's ruined my life. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
<laughs> and then Matthew just like on the street with the cardboard sign. It's like, we'll tell time for food. We'll tell time for food. Oh, I, I just read this article in the in the Paris Times today. Apparently, Sonia Raquel missed her own fashion show because Emily put up draperies around her sundial. <laughs> Trade him, quel dommage. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So, um, I'll just like, great dream. I'm not going to help you with that. And she's like, oh, yeah, don't worry, because I know what I want. And this was like a nice discussion. They're both so mature. They're both yeah. like, uh, you suck, and I hate what you did. You too. Let's not work <laughs> together anymore. You know? Yeah. And, you know, Anya's saying how she wants to feel good about, you know, she feels really good about how the event went because she feels like it showed it was a viable model and that she and Mathieu, you know, could make money and live in Paris with it. So, you know, great. And um, And so she just feels her concept works. And she says... This progress coming out of the Maison Firestone event is what's going to allow Matthew and I to afford our wedding and build the lives we want to live out here. Probably not. Actually, you know, I take back my entire sentence. We're going to go get married at a sizzler. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> uh, so then we go to Victoria's apartment and she's straightening pillows, kind of, but she's also pushing the pillows into the couch in a strange mm. way. I'm like, is your couch seamed? What are you doing? Yeah. I was very confused. I rewound it three times. I don't know if it's like a couch cover, but I was kind of obsessed. So then Amel comes over and she's got like pinkish hair. She's walking yeah. up. And I'm just about to warn you, the rest of this is giggles. Okay. Gig- I was so about sorry, to say it's giggle off. It's basically giggles. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's a lot of like, oh my god. First Victoria tells us. I am, like, so nervous right now, babes. Like, what am I going to do? Like, she's here. She's here. Oh, my God, she's here. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. Hi. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is so weird. Like, because we were, like, here. But it's, like, you're here. Like, it's weird. Hi. Uh, yeah. It's so nice. It's so nice to find the Meiji, isn't it? It really is. It's like, yeah, the buildup has been, like, oh, my God. This is, like, so cute. You brought me flowers. Yes! Yes! Oh my god, I love these babes. They're like trust. They're gonna like last forever, babe. Oh my god. Oh my god, babe. You know what I love about you, babe? Your name is Amel, which is like one finger slip away from writing smell, but it's like Amel, which I love that. I love that you turned that and turned it into something else. It's almost like saying Emily smells, which, you know, like your team, your team me, which I really like, babe. Oh my god, what am I saying right now? Yeah, Victoria's in that really high-pitched, you know, beep yeah. voice the whole time, and it's 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 a lot. <laughs> so she's talking about, oh my god, the buildup has been so crazy, and then they hug more and giggle more, and she's like, oh my god, I feel like I've been waiting for this day for like ever. <laughs> and um, she, then she says, I feel like I'm like in kindergarten meeting their crush for the first time. Like I don't know how to deal with my emotions right now. Oh. <laughs> Hey, babe, so you said you like rosé, so I, like, picked up a few bottles, and this is, like, my favorite. Have you had this one before? It's, like, so cute because, like, the bottom is, like, a rose. I mean, not that rosés have anything to do with roses, but, like, the word rose, you know? And, like, I just like the glass. Look, it's got a glass top. It's, like, not like a cork. I just think that's, like, that's amazing, babe. And then Mel goes, yeah, and I brought a bottle of red as well. Oh, Okay, well, that's cute. I mean, I did just do this whole rosé thing, but okay, cool. 
And she's like, yeah, I know you said you liked red, but I didn't know what kind of red. And she goes, yeah, I don't really know either. I just went for the bottle. And they start laughing. She's like, oh my god, I like bottles too. <laughs> so then she tells us that Amel's eyes are mesmerizing. And she's got one of the most angelic faces of all time. Not to mention that ass though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, girlfriend? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so they sit on the couch and they just start giggling at each other. And then they start laughing that they're both so nervous, you know. And yeah. Amel's like, yeah, we both went from zero to 100 real quick. You know, like, like we've never met, but like we're ready to move in together. And Victoria says, yeah, like hoping it goes well, I guess. <laughs> Don't kill me. <laughs> Can I say I appreciate the fact that we purposely didn't try to get to know each other? <laughs> <laughs> purposely didn't try to get to know each other too much via text like i love that i love like not asking questions about each other like babe i love that well that's <laughs> definitely the way to a lasting relationship if you ask me <laughs> know nothing about them just just fill their entire stories with your own bullshit in your head you know so Amel's like, yeah, I just don't think you can get someone's real vibe of a text, you know? You've got to bounce off each other. And she's like, oh my god, hell yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Even, even talking about this scene, I just need a break. Also, are we just rebranding lesbianism? I mean, what the hell? <laughs> oh my goodness. So now we have Aja in bed. And uh, she's just on her phone. I guess maybe she's going to order something from Postmates or something. So she tells Alex, are you hungry? Do you want sweet or salty? He's like, uh, salty, please. And she's like, you know, four months and two scores ago, I never thought I'd be in a relationship in Paris with a guy living off the street asking if he wants sweet and salty. <laughs> and for the first time basically ever, I have found someone who truly cares about me. That's really sweet. Don't offer him more salt. You know what I mean? That's the last thing this guy needs. I'm sorry to butt into your relationship. Stop offering him salt. Although she has taught him how to moisturize, which is I was about to say. You know? She she figured out like the yin to his yang when he, she's like, I want salt. He goes, Well, did you moisturize your face last night? <laughs> So now they're talking about this boat party because the finale party is like on a boat. So Alex is like, oh, please tell me that Anya is bringing Mathieu. And she's like, um, yeah, you'll have your buddy on the boat. <laughs> I just love that Alex and Mathieu are buds. It's <laughs> yeah. just so cute. It <laughs> is. Because they seem like an odd pair. Right. They're like the Mauricio and PK. So Aja's like, yeah, so we were supposed to do this boat back on New Year's, but then I got the C word. Um, excuse me, I really don't appreciate that. Jenny, I'm not talking about you. I was talking about COVID. And yeah, our plans just really, they just sunk. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, so Victoria's, or pun intended, I guess. <laughs> that would be a pun intended. No, so I'm just like, yeah, well, Victoria's bringing a girl from a dating app. Uh, oh, by the way, have you opened this package from your mom? Because, like, I know you needed shoes from Germany. Um, which is so, I had a friend from Germany, Sven, and his mom did that shit too. She would send boxes. She's like, here's your shoes and some cookies <laughs> and a sweater and some Kleenex and tell Ronnie hello. Uh, I 
did not know. That's funny to me that you had a friend named Sven. I just well, don't it was Aileen's you. first. It was Aileen's husband. You know, my oh, friend Aileen. Yeah. She got married when she was like 20 or something. And she oh. married Sven. And he came to New York and lived with me in my apartment in Queens. <laughs> and he would walk around in his BVDs, you know, his little tidy whities and smoke these gigantic blunts. And he'd be like, hey, you want some breakfast? <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I just see you resenting the name Sven. Like your name is seven, it. and I know it. <laughs> I just I love Sven. He always had a nice big blunt, and when I said something funny, he wouldn't laugh. He would just go, "I'm laughing my ass into squares over here." <laughs> into squares. <laughs> <laughs> well, this well, Alex's mom. She, he, he's like, I'm pa- I'm packing the box. He's like, all right, the uh, almond cookies, homemade jam, marmalade, or maybe I should say, marmalade. Laugh and Aja, he has a letter for you. So then Aja reads this letter from his mom and she gives it, she makes it sound so sweet because she's like, Welcome to our family. I wish you and Alex a good time in Paris and for you a successful stay in New York. I'm looking forward to meeting you soon. Best wishes, Angelica. But you know that was written like this. Welcome to our family. I wish you and Alex a good time in Paris. If you do a successful stay in New York, I'm looking forward to meeting you soon. Best wishes, Angelica. <laughs> Fuck with my son and die, bitch. <laughs> Fuck around and find out, bitch. <laughs> now is the time when I finish the letter. Goodbye. Oh, but it's cute because I'll just like, you know, I don't know what's in store for us. You know, his face could fall off at any moment. But what I do know is if we don't last, this is the first relationship to show me I am capable of loving, being loved. I'm deserving of both of those things. And I can also show a man to put lotion on his face. So really... <laughs> We all win. Have you ever found a dead leaf on the street? Now I know you can hug that leaf and it'll be okay. <laughs> so then we get some French rap. It's like, Zou, Sha, 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 Bijou, Sha, 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 Boo. And I was like, yes, they're really uh, amping it up for the season finale. I love it. You could meet me in the club, bottle full of bed. So then, <laughs> and I like that it's leading up to Margot with her dad. I know. It's like, ja, 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 boo, ja, bezaba. And then it's like her dad. And uh, so she's like, salute, pops, down. Okay, do you want water? No. Do you want like anything? No. Why am I here? Okay, well, thanks for, I'm going to go ahead and sit here on this dog pee uh, blanket still covering the dog pee on my couch yeah. that I haven't cleaned up yet. <laughs> she's like okay well um i want to show you something because maria and i collaborated mainly maria i just sort of showed up and brought starbucks um we made slip dresses um and i'm planning to wear them because we're having a boat party with all the girls and i'm super excited because it's the first time i'll have something tangible that i've actually done although again asterisk because i actually didn't do any of it but <laughs> i have something like- to hold you know, like you thought the iPad that I wanted wasn't going to be worth it. Well, guess what? It is. I made triangles. So <laughs> so she starts pulling out the slip dresses and he's like, oh, this is long dress. And she's like, "Um, it's a gown. Um, And look at the back. It's beautiful. And he's like, oh, but that one is shorter. And she's like, yeah, dad. What, are you supposed to be naked? Dad. It's a dress. And goes, oh, well, you can always dream. Dad, that's pervy, even for a French man. Stop it. 
<laughs> okay. Um, Dad, here's the last one. Okay. It's the classic slip dress. Okay. I want to manufacture four different dresses. Originally, it was going to be eight, but we're down to four now. Okay. Well, you should try uh, to know which are going to be the best sellers. Okay, Dad. I'll just become fucking psychic. Okay. <laughs> also, there's four. So <laughs> I think that's a pretty small sample to do. Okay. And um, he's and so she's like, well, I wouldn't do this one because it's going to be difficult to wear. And, she, and he's like, so to produce it, is it... Uh, it's not very expensive, is it? Because, it, you know, it looks pretty cheap. These cheap dresses, yes? And she goes, yeah, well, I probably need $25,000, but I have to just see what I can afford to see how many I can manufacture. And I was going to present to you a business plan and ask for your investment, but my journey is to become completely financially independent from you, which is what I'm telling myself, which is why I didn't have to write a business plan. So that's it. Which is why I'm pitching you in my living room. So, like, <laughs> instead of asking you for money, I'm going to, like try and take some of this money from the 20000 you give me a month and see if I can do that instead. <laughs> so she's like, I need you to believe in me, Dad. He's like, uh, I do. You know, sometimes I think, can she be real? And then I look <laughs> at my Bank of France and I see you are very, very real. <laughs> well, this is like the first time I've gotten to this point in a project in my life. Uh, what point is that where your friend does it and then you say, look at what we did? Yes, Dad. Well, it's an achievement, which is important, you know? And she goes, yeah, so that's my presentation. And he goes, okay. <laughs> She's like, okay, well, would you like some champagne to celebrate? I mean, not going to lie, I feel a little disappointed, Dad. <laughs> okay, the refrigerator is out again. <laughs> so, I mean, Margot, you know, I know your whole life has been a story about falling on your face, but I mean... You're literally making something called a slip dress, so, you know, it doesn't conceal a lot of confidence. <laughs> Maybe try independent dress. Oh, how about job dress? Maybe how, this? How about, is there something called success dress? Is that something that exists? <laughs> um, so... Uh, she's like, yeah, you know, I'm excited to have a relationship with you where you're not paying for everything. Oh, be my guest, okay? <laughs> but I'm proud of you. And she's like, yeah, I did a good job. Okay. Dad, stop saying okay. Okay, I'm okay. <laughs> you are on the right track that I've paid for cobblestones <laughs> with money I got from a Warhol. So. You are on the track, right? Um, by the way, <laughs> now I realize why this dad is such a terrible dad because as a f older French man, you're actually not allowed to say the phrase be my guest without bursting into song. And the fact that he like does not allow that, really, I can understand all of Margot's troubles and I traumas. know, I'm like, where is the dancing candlestick, you <laughs> lazy fucking family? You literally have lumiere's voice and you're gonna say be my guest and then just not segue that's just wrong that's wrong i know and it's bravo i mean i i expect asher to at least pop up and be like <laughs> be our guest be our guest <laughs> put diana to the tail so good. He's, so good. he's so good so now um <laughs> now Emily but i was totally surprised that he did this <laughs> So now Emily and her family are heading into the Sonia Raquel headquarters looking like, I don't know, I feel like there's some Herbie movie out there where this family 
bought Herbie and drove around somewhere. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they just <laughs> they just look like the type that's like, whoa, we almost got here. God, thanks, Herbie. Got us here in time. Like there just was a scene of Herbie like going through driving through the Louvre and over bridges and through Notre Dame to get to Sonia Raquel and they're walking in now. The first Herbie movie where the car just opens up and spits out the people. <laughs> it's the first Herbie movie where Herbie says, you know what, honestly, I can't. <laughs> Fuck you, people. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, I'm Herbie, why are you on the wrong side of the road, you goddamn idiot? <laughs> Herbie's like, you know what, I'm starting to realize the rules are there for a reason and I'm going to follow them. <laughs> um so they are walking up to Sonia Raquel and Emily and Emily's like I'm excited and her mom's like I'm nervous and she goes yeah cuz you care mom and Frank's like hey you got me here don't worry about nothing all right <laughs> I just, <laughs> just I'm just imagining all the people who work at Sonia Raquel watching these four dum-dums walking in walking through <laughs> Like, hey, everyone, how's it going? Like the last day of shooting. It's like the last day we're getting publicity for our show. Just keep your mouth shut and go through it. You know they're all standing by with little canisters of spackle, right? (laughs) Fix these fucking walls. So they get into this showroom, and uh, Emily's like, so what do you think? These windows, I hope I measured correctly. And Frank's like, hey, we have an issue here. How come the windowsill is not 90 degrees? It's on an angle. I mean, we can correct it with some washes or something. And, and then Vicky's like, we have washes? Do we have washes? Do we have washes here, huh? Here's what we need. We need a jackhammer and a glue gun. All right? Like, <laughs> hey, uh, Frank. they got any of those stale baguettes around? We could use that to wedge the sill back into place. Also, I'm still fucking hungry, so thanks for feeding me, guys. All right? And Emily's like, you know what? When I walk into a room, the first thing I see is draperies. And if they want drapes, if they need drapes, or if they have drapes, that's because of my ma. <laughs> She's not the hero we we deserve, but it's the hero we need right now. And the mom's like, well, listen, Mr. MacGyver over there can figure it out. Once I saw Frank put drapes on a kayak. I mean, he's so <laughs> talented. I didn't see that. Well, the kayak sink. So it wasn't there. You know, I mean, a lot of holes in it or whatever. I mean, who knew? Frank's like, yeah, you, know, you don't know till you try, right? <laughs> you know who really likes Frank's work? The flight attendants on United. Okay, when he put up a drape <laughs> in between first and business, they could have wept and they were beautiful. <laughs> My mother has flown internationally to do this, and my brothers are here to save the day. And then we see Frank just screwing into the... It's making that sound like... (laughs) (laughs) The window is actually leaping. Little tears are coming out of those holes. It's like, I'm a French building. I have feelings. It's the sound where you're screwing into something you're absolutely not supposed to (laughs) be screwing into. And... uh, (laughs) <laughs> Frank's like, hey, there's wood there. I know it. I just, I can feel it. I'm like, that's not wood, Frank. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, I just got this headline that popped up on my phone. Gigi Hadid has been sent to the hospital because a drapery fixture fell on her head at the Sonia Raquel showroom during a fitting. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm so no. stupid. I'm like, wow, what a coincidence. Take the other one, all the other other one, but not my sweet Gigi. 
My love. Uh, so the brother no one pays attention to, we're learning, is like, hey, bro, it sounds like concrete. <laughs> and uh, Frank's like, shut up. And Emily's like, is it going to fit? Are the drapes going to fit? He's like, of course. Where's the drill bit? You had it. Oh, god damn. We can't find the goddamn <laughs> drill bit. Where's the drill bit in this place? Hey, Frank, you're screwing in the dress. Stop it. They're not going <laughs> to. You made a hole in the dress. And Frank's like, I got to move the ladder. Hold on. And starts hopping the ladder like he's standing on the ladder and just starts hopping it across the wood floors. You know? Oh my and they're God. like, don't ruin the floors, Frank. <laughs> and then Frank just drops the entire fixture, just clatters to the ground. And I'm like, oh! <laughs> and Emily's like, the worst thing that can happen in drapery is to drop stuff and hurt the location. <laughs> I feel like drapery Satan is coming for me. <laughs> the saddest Satan of all. I'm dra- I'm drapery Satan. Drapery Satan. And so the mom gets on the ladder and she's like, oh my God, look, I'll do it. I'll get on the ladder. They're like, Ma, you're not supposed to get on the ladder in those shoes. She's like, I'm... I'm the mo- I'm not just your mother. I'm also Sonia Raquel's mother, and we do whatever we need to do. We did this as a family. You guys are so amazing. I'm so so proud of you all. But Ma, what about Drapery Satan? Didn't you see the omen or nothing? Remember what happened to the girl when she was trying to change that light bulb, and he came with the little thing. Watch out for Drapery Satan, Ma. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So Leah comes in, the lady who works there. She's like, oh, I was told American bus crashed into building. So I'm glad to see they meant you. So, oh, they look nice. Um, white sheer drapes. I'm surprised. It doesn't give so much overpower. It doesn't give so much overpower. Yeah, it just frames the window, right? Let me tell you a little secret. Come here, closer. No, I don't want to come, cl- come closer. No, I can't. Come closer. Here's the secret. Draperies. Oh, for Christ's sake. I knew it wasn't <laughs> worth going close for that. Now, Leah, not only are these beautiful, there is one downside. These draperies have been possessed by an ancient Beelzebub spirit. <laughs> so as long as you keep the models about six feet away from them, it should be okay. Just, just know the devil is literally in these curtains right now. <laughs> this is so surreal to think that I started off as an intern and now I'm incorporating interior design into this internship. I win! <laughs> I love that arc. To think I started off as an intern <laughs> and now here I am, still an intern, but I did a little manual labor. Wow. <laughs> this killed me. My God, Emily, God bless you, Emily. God bless you. Thank you for all you've given to the world. This was beautiful. So then um, Emily's doing Emily cam at family drinks. (laughs) This was was rough. This was rough. I mean, she has that thing up in her nostrils and she, Emily orders some sort of long, she got like a, a big green cocktail with like an egg white foam. And she just, she's, she's drinking it. And the camera just has this big green, scary drink just in the full frame. And we're just looking at this drink and her little eyeballs above it for like 10 seconds. And then she goes, it's a yes for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so then we go to Onion Mathieu, and um, they're drinking, and she's like, these drinks look a lot like us, Mathieu. And she's having a martini, and he's having a beer. I didn't really get it. But they were sitting there, and in between them was a big Medusa book with, like, big glitter lips in between them. <laughs> these drinks look a lot like us. They can't afford to be in our hands at the moment. So, uh... So then Victoria and Amel are just like laughing as they go through the streets because they're in love. And Victoria's yes. like, oh, my God, I swear it was much warmer in my apartment. Ha ha And they pass this cool couple in Paris, like a Parisian cool couple sitting at a cafe. And they're both smoking and they're just staring at the camera like, disgusting. <laughs> I know it's disgusting. What is this camera in the street? Oh, this got smoke in their face. No, you do it. Let's do it at the same time. I hey. do it too. Did you hear? Did you did you see the latest edition of Ugh magazine? No, what did I miss? Well, some American put up drapes in Sonia Raquel. Ugh, ugh, disgusting, <laughs> disgusting. So they go into the restaurant. Victoria's like, "Oh my god, I love this vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sexy." <laughs> oh my god, and look, I love how these like. Tables is like drapery. It's like a big episode for drapery. <laughs> big episode for Americans with drapery. So Mel's like, um, I'd love an espresso martini, please. Do you like oysters? And she's like, oysters? Oh my god, I've only had them twice, but I'm like so down. I'm like so down. And All right, we'll get some oysters. <laughs> and then Victoria orders exactly what I'd expect her to order. Um, babe, I'll have the lightly spiced tomato and basil rigatoni. If there's too much flavor, I may send it back. <laughs> lightly spiced? Who order? Who would ever? A lightly spiced tomato and basil rigatoni. <laughs> and who orders like a cheese dish right after uh, oysters? So there's a lot going to be going on for a first date. I would do that. I would do that. I'll be honest. Ugh. I would get the, I would get the oysters and the cheese. So that's, that's just I would do it. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And I would have a lot so, going on, and I'd be okay with it. And you would. You're fine with that. And I'm then you talk that. about it after with talk your date. It. You'd be like, "Oh my god, I pooped!" And I'm here's like, how it went. Thank God these drapers are here. You know? Yeah. You'd come out of the bathroom and you'd be like, "Oh my god." You would not believe what Ruth Buzzy just did to that. <laughs> hey! Uh, Ruth so, Buzzy's ghost is so offended. I know. What me? So then um, they get oysters, and Victoria's like, oh my god, an oyster? Oh, oh my god! Oh, blah, blah, and spits it up into a napkin. By the way, just watch it. It was too big. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Ben. What were you going to say? I just want you to know Ruth Buzzy is alive. Her ghost is. <gasps> I keep she's, killing people on she's this pre-ghost. podcast. She's pre-ghost. Is she? Did you look up Ruth Buzzy? Because I know you don't have that at the top of your head. No, I, Ruth I, Buzzy I just knowledge. looked it up right now. Because when you said Ruth Buzzy's ghost, is, and I said, you know what? I feel like I would have remembered if Ruth Buzzy had died. I looked her up. She is alive well, and well. thank the Lord. Thank I love well. you, Ruth. I love you. I love your work, Ruth. Sorry for killing you off. How many people have I killed off on this podcast who aren't really dead? Uh, sorry, all, sorry, every living person that I keep assuming <laughs> is dead. Okay. By the way, I don't know why this is funny to me. Uh, on Google, it says, when you do a search for Ruth Buzzy, it says, people also search for Joanne Worley. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Was she on um, Laugh-In? Uh, she was on everything. She's Joanne Worley. Okay, <laughs> yeah, she probably but there's was. similar vibes. I'm an idiot. There's similar vibes. Um, Joanne Worley is more like this, and Ruth Buzzing is more like this. But oh, you know, know what? Similar. 
I I'm sorry. I confused <laughs> I confused Joanne Worley for Val Kilmer's ex Joanne was Joanne Wally Kilmer. So that's why I was so confused. Okay. I'm yeah. reset. Okay. Uh, no one knows what we're talking about, by the way. <laughs> these people were older even when we were younger. So these people are like, what the... I think even when I made these references when I was 10, because I watched Hollywood Squares, people didn't know what I was talking about. So um, let's see. So they eat oysters and giggle over those. And then... Um, and you, and you uh, mentioned that she spat it out into the, into the napkin, right? Right, she spit it out. She's like, oh my god, like, oysters are supposed to be sexy, but, like, spitting one into your napkin, babe, and not so much. And she's like, babe, tell me about Manchester, and I'm gonna pretend to listen. She was like, she's like, all right, well, um, I lived in Manchester until I was 23, and but then I was in a relationship from when I was 17 to 23. Babe, was it a guy or a girl? It was a girl. Oh my god, babe, you knew early on. Yeah, I knew early on. It's like funny when I hear that because like I know I'm doing the right thing for myself because I hear that and I feel jealous about it. And she's like, oh, fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, What's this fucking lady? What's what is- this girl talking about? <laughs> so Victoria tells us my feelings are growing strong for her. And so She's like, yeah, I was with her till I was about 23, and then I moved. She's like, oh, my God. So you were, like, 22 to 23? That's a what? No, 17 to 23. Oh, my God. 13 to 23? That's, like, 15 years. No. Are you even listening to me? I am nodding. I'm nodding at you. So was that it weird? Was it weird being into girls in a city named Manchester? Okay, you really don't understand anything. <laughs> hey, see, like, all of my relations... <laughs> it's like Westchester, but with men. So <laughs> It's like living on the east side of Westchester. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> Can you ever live on the east side? Hey, babe, so all of my relationships with have been with girls that have been with girls have been behind closed doors or even draperies and I feel like I can really learn from her because about being comfortable in my own skin because she wears it well which sounds kind of gross <laughs> <laughs> she wears your skin well fucking weirdo <laughs> <laughs> I've been living in a well for many for many months now with Mel. She sends me lotion. Yeah. Put the lotion on. Put the lotion on. It's like, I'll just like stop stealing my storyline. <laughs> Babe, I put the lotion on. Babe, she cares for me so much. So now that I've heard your story about living on the east side of Westchester with um, a girl for 19 years, um, I just wanted to talk about myself. So you're coming to the boat party, and there's been like a little tiff between my American expat friends. And she's like, oh, no, is it 
is it tense now? Is that what you're saying? Well, tense is probably the perfect word to describe it. Um, it's been like, holy shit. So Marco invited us to our family home in Con, and it's the first time I felt comfortable with these girls, and then the energy shifted, and like since then, everyone has been like, this, and like nothing has been like the same. And if you'd come over like three months ago, like we planned, I would probably be describing them to you differently then, but like it's three months later, and I can't really explain it then, so that's where we're at. So thanks for missing the trip. The first time! <laughs> Mel's like, like, oh, I'm so sad that I'm missing the original description of these girls who I don't know. <laughs> so the dessert comes and, uh, it, like, I guess comes faster than they were expecting because obviously they want them out of this restaurant. And Victoria's like, oh my god, it's here already? Amazing! <laughs> and it's French toast cut into hearts. <laughs> and she's like, that is so cute! And I was like, oh my god, this... This girl is going to freak out the first time she sees the real Emily, who's like, you guys, like, I'm totally exhausted from, like, working so much, and I'm like, I can't dang it anymore, and gets freaks thrown on her say, head. I, be, I was about to say, get ready for some french fries in your hair, ML. <laughs> so now we go back to Emily Cam. Hey, guys, we're about to get ready. So she's getting ready for she's with her friend jackie and she's like hey jackie how are you feeling about this boat party and jackie goes i'm scared of the water i'm scared of this pimple I'm like uh <laughs> you might want to tend to your friend's phobias you're <laughs> you're about to expose her to something that's very fearful for her or frightening so then vicky and amel are doing face masks we see everybody getting ready basically and Anya's in the closet getting dressed with her dog who's like facing away from her. She's like, um, Josh, are you, uh, are you gonna look at me, Josh? <laughs> Josh, do you like this dress? Don't look at me. Josh, do you like, okay, I'm gonna wear this dress. How dare you wear this dress? You don't have my approval. Where are you going in that dress? <laughs> Josh is just gonna have a little apple in front of his her face, like a little Magritte. Surrealist. So, um, I don't know what I'm talking about. Josh's got a little lobster in her head. She's like, I'm ready for party. <laughs> oh, you're not going to come to this one, Josh. You. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> so, um, uh, so then Anya is, uh, she's like, well, well, I'm not a big fan of being stuck on a boat. I am wearing a fabulous couture dress that can kind of double as a flotation device if things go <laughs> awry. <laughs> So everyone gets there and they're kissing and like, hi, hi, hi. And Victoria arrives with Amel and she's like, this is going to be my first opportunity to be out with a girl in front of my friends. I'm just so excited for them to meet her. Um, Amel is hot as fuck. Right. Okay? Oh, my God. I mean, she is pretty anyway, but damn, she cleans up good. I was like... I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> You're mine now. Wear my skin, Amel. Wear my skin. So, you can be my first time with a girl too, Amel. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the truth is, there. Honestly, this is actually a very hot cast overall. So Margot and so Margot shows up on the boat, and she's wearing the slip dress, and her friends are wearing. She's brought two friends that are also wearing the slip dresses, and Margot's like. We all look hot as fuck, if I do say so myself. I mean, this is my dress. I designed it. And they're wearing my first samples, which I think is appropriate because I feel like that's kind of Margot's vibe, just sampling, just <laughs> sampling things. 
moving on. Well, also, the colors are all so crazy together. They're wearing these really bright primary colors. <laughs> like, <laughs> like standing. They just look like odd. Odd. They look like a you know, it's prom. like three girls in strip in slip dresses that are really, really bright. So Maria comes, and Maria's our really good friend, because yeah. Margot's walking around like, oh my god, I did this. Well, I did it with Maria. Maria's like, no, no, I didn't do much of anything, basically. <laughs> you know, I mean, everything is everything something. No, I mean, not to get too deep about it, but what is everything? What is nothing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just here to support. Maria's smart. She's like, I'm 26, and I'm actually getting paid to do fashion, and normally it should take another 15 years before I get to that point, so I'm just going to let this rich girl pay me, and I'll give her all the credit. I don't care. Besides, Maria showed up with, I think it was like Lara Strong from House of the Dragon, so if I were Margot, I'd be careful. Like, don't get on Maria's bad side. (laughs) So (laughs) then uh, they're like, the boat is leaving, and Anya's like, oh my god, I just noticed I forgot I get seasick. Uh, well, uh, yeah. that. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Margo. Oh, well, it's okay. It's just one dress. Okay, get rid of that girl. Throw her overboard. Okay, my <laughs> other two best friends, these dresses I just made. Aja, by the way, mentions, she's like, Aja's really getting really catty in her, um, in her, in her interviews, which I love. She's like, um, Margo pulled off in three days what Victoria claimed to have done in five months. So <laughs> kudos to her. And I don't know if they're, actually all slip dresses or even dresses or just fabric that's kind of draped over her draperies okay but i do think they're cute especially like that bluish purple one yeah sign me up it's it's cute i'm like who's holding a gun to asha's head right now to say make her say that yeah so emily is talking to anya and anya's like oh is that dress sonia raquel Raquel, oh, the other day you wore it and it was amazing. How's the drapery project going? Can you tell I'm just talking because you're really not saying anything back? Okay, just pretend I'm a car driving over gravel and make some noise. How about that? She's like, oh, the installation went perfectly. My mom and my brothers all flew out. I, I think I'm going to continue as Sonia till summer. <laughs> I'm just like, muzzle. And then actually right before that, there was this like really little scene, really little moment where Victoria is talking to Amel and she goes, this bridge right here, like that's what I was telling you about last night, which is, you know, that's like a big nothing thing. But what I thought was so funny is that while she's talking about the bridge, you hear Anya in the background saying, oh my gosh, look at that bat mitzvah. Look at that bat mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, of course, that's like, of course, she's talking about bar and bat mitzvahs in the background. <laughs> so then Anya and Aja are, ta- are gossiping now at the bar, and Anya's like, oh, wow. Well, you know, I'm so glad that Margot wore her designs. I mean, well done. She's like, yeah, well, I'm surprised that Victoria hasn't. I mean, she's the size of her models, she can fit into them. Yeah, Anya's like, if I look like Victoria, like petite and gorgeous, I would wear my designs as well. I'm like, well, you are kind of the same size. I think at some point someone has to break the news to you. So, um, so Margot is, she's like, oh my god, like Amel is beautiful. Like, so how do you feel, uh, Victoria? Because it's like so fresh after Gabriel. She didn't dump Gabriel. What are you guys talking about? She's still dating Gabriel, too. And good for her. Yeah, Would you dump Gabriel? But we never saw her dumping Gabriel, right? Wasn't she just like, it's Gab- he's cool with me exploring. Oh, oh, I, I thought Gabriel was the ex, but Gabriel's the neighbor, right? Yeah, Gabriel's the hot neighbor. 
So Victoria's like, well, when Amel got here, it's like a different type of intimacy because it's a girl and it's definitely lived up to the expectations. Just this morning I said, <laughs> and she said, <laughs> I mean, really? It's like soulmates. So. Yeah. You guys look so giddy about this. Like, I'm so happy. Like, I just really love this recently fixed refrigerator energy you guys have. It just feels really great. So they're passing um, uh, hors d'oeuvres around, and they have sliders. I I feel like you know when you're in Paris, you know that they hate you, your stupid American ass, when they serve you a hamburger. And they're like, <laughs> oh, he has hamburger. Okay. <laughs> Followed up by chocolate-covered a cheeto. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. So they all sort of like, uh, they're all sitting around. And so now Aja's like, okay, let's get this going. Let's Let's have our second argument of the season. So Aja's like... So, as the second elephant in the room, I'd like to address the first. Um, ever since we left Cannes, things have been a little awkward. And Victoria's like, yeah, I definitely feel that. <laughs> and Emily, I mean, ML, just stands up and leaves. She's like, I've seen American, re- I've seen American <laughs> television before. Let me get my accent right. Let me get to the proper bad, a- incorrect accent. If I'm going to do the wrong accent, let me do the proper wrong accent. Yeah, I'm getting out of here. She's like, if you want to see me fight, you can pay me full wage. All right, I'll be at the bar. So she leaves, and um, Victoria's like, okay, go ahead, honey. And so I'm just like, okay, but like, real, real. Okay, real talk, real talk. So ever since we left Khan, you came up to me saying like you were staying behind and that it was too expensive for us to stay behind and you didn't want to impose a cost on us. She's, oh, well, there was a miscommunication about it being about cost. And you know Victoria starts getting secret because her voice drops two registers. She's like, yeah, it's not like really about cost. Like it absolutely was not. I just never wanted it to feel, um, it wasn't a miscommunication. It was straight up what you said, so. And Anya comes in. She's like, you had said that it would have been more expensive for the five of us to travel. And Victoria goes, I did not say that whatsoever. I would never say that. You did. You did. And it's okay. I wouldn't say that, but you did say it. No, all I'm saying is like, it's too expensive for you and you're poor. Okay, thank you. Okay, next point. And I'm just like, well, I don't think everyone has been honest with each other. And like, maybe we've like held on to emotion. So. Um, hey, Margo here. Um, I did feel in my gut like a little weird energy. And at first I thought it was because I ate cheese that was in my broken refrigerator for a week. But now I think it might be you guys. And so I mentioned that to Victoria. Well, I will say that like, I truly do love all of you. And I don't understand what's funny, Emily. Because Emily is like leaning back in her chair, just like with all the confidence of someone who's just hung their first drape. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, she really is just like leaned back and like laughing. And she's like, what's funny, Emily? And she goes, uh, I was looking at my friend. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, well, I just want to say that I was, like, really excited about Cannes because it was the first time that all of us were spending so much time together. And I just didn't feel as connected to you three, I think, because you're, like, poor, maybe, and not as pretty. And I was trying to make extra effort to stay with you guys. But, like, all of you guys were, like, looking at each other, like, are you guys ready to go to bed? Let's go to bed. And you guys were like, we're going to go to bed. You're going to go to bed. And then I walked back to my room, and you're, like, not sleeping. And I felt kind of excluded. 
Uh, we were literally like roommates, and so we were like in our room having a good time. Like, I mean, <laughs> and I'm just like, well, yeah, you went back to sleep in your room, and we went back to our room because we were all sharing a room, which is funny too. It's like all three of those were stuck in one room, and Anya, Anya's like, yeah, and your immediate response was that you were being left out. Well, I was like, oh, like fuck, you know, like I did I do something wrong? Is there like something I'm like not like doing when I was like trying to make an effort like all night long? Like I was. <laughs> and Emma's like, uh, it's not like that at all. I mean, we were we were in a room together, us three. We're like we were in a we were in a room. We were in a room, and she just starts laughing. Like, what do you not understand? We all went to sleep in the same room, and we're like talking before bed. Like, what do you not understand about this thing? You know. And Emily starts trying to talk, and uh, Victoria starts trying to talk, and Emily's like, <laughs> she's, um, I'm sorry, Emily, but like, this is my emotions and like how I feel, and like, I would appreciate it if you would hear me out here. Uh, we've been hearing you, babe. We've been hearing you. And I was just like, please, please, we've been listening, we've been listening. Texting on the side, doing a lot of laughter on text, but we've been listening. <laughs> and Emily goes, yeah, we've been listening. Victoria says, thank you. Yeah, we've been listening. <laughs> um, okay, and- we've been listening. <laughs> okay, you can stop that now. It's like, I mean, I don't get it. Like, it's not as deep as you're making it. Like, oh, someone's alienating you. And like, someone's being mean to you. Like, I don't even know why you feel that way. Get some drapes. <laughs> So Victoria is like, fine, it's time to pull out this card. I was like bullied and left out of a lot of things growing up, okay? And Asha's like, um, we all have. And I'm like, all of us went through traumatic experiences, okay? <laughs> I just literally dealt with drapery Satan. That was trauma right there, okay? And Aja says, I feel like jumping to alienation is kind of a stretch, because uh, from the jump, I've tried to get close with you. Like, I've texted you hundreds of times, okay? Literally hundreds. And you don't <laughs> respond to me. And she's like, um, oh my god, today when I saw all those messages from you, I was like, oh fuck, Aja sent me all these other texts, like all these other times? And then Marco just interrupts, <laughs> which I was so mad at, because I want to see Victoria, like, get out of this one. And so Marco goes, well, I will say she doesn't respond to me at times. <laughs> and I was just like, Yeah, she really goes in spurts. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like no big deal. And I was just like, But I didn't, I don't know that because of the lack of communication that's happening. Remember from the text that you don't respond to? So then on top of that, like when we were in Cannes and there were like so many instances where we're listening to your side of how you're feeling, which is valid. And maybe even a little vapid. Isn't it funny? Vapid and valid. It's just one letter difference. And yet both are encompassed by you. Anyway, you deserve to be able to speak about your feelings as inane as they are. But I don't feel as though everyone was able to get beyond an equal level of hearing their feelings, you know? So where's the rest of us? Yeah, like possibly? we're trying to support you, but you don't even know about the three of us. Like where's the rep- where's the reciprocity? Where's the reciprocity? reciprocity? I wrote reprocity. It's like what the what is that? Where's the so like, yeah, like you feel like an outsider, but like friendship is give and take, you know? It's like my brother, like he felt like an outsider, but we're like, You're literally outside, come in, Frank. And then he came in, he was like, Oh my god, it's warmer in here. And we were like, Duh, Frank. And Victoria says, yeah, well, all of a sudden it's like about Victoria and I don't like know anything about your lives. And I think that's unfair. Oh, really? Uh, So do you know how many siblings I have? And there's just a pause. She goes, (laughs) 
I'm literally shaking right now. <laughs> First of all, I knew it was only going to be a matter of time before someone asked like one of those types of questions. Like, really? How many toes do I have? And then... <laughs> but to jump to, to literally, I'm, I'm shaking. shaking. And Mario goes, I don't. I don't. Like, I really don't know how many siblings you have. Do you even have siblings? Are you even real? Are you a hologram? I don't understand. <laughs> Victoria goes, I didn't grow up with any siblings. Like, oh, okay, uh, you win. Sorry, there's some articles online about how your brother was on the real world and in, and in the gay porn. I don't yeah, know. and porn. But I guess she's younger than him, so maybe she just didn't grow up with him. Who knows? And so Margo's like, yeah, the thing is, Victoria, she's telling us this. She's like, Victoria is reacting the way the situation is being described. So we're like kind of like living inside the situation which makes it hard (laughs) (laughs) so victoria goes i've listened to anya about her her marriage is difficult because well i mean like not your actual marriage but like for instance uh i know anya she loves climbing mountains she went she she's she's from mongolia she loves pickles um she wants to be a typist she her favorite color is 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 aquamarine she loves um doorknobs she opens doors with doorknobs that's how she uses doors i listen she really starts to spin out she's like yeah like on your marriage like i mean like i know you haven't had a marriage but like then it's like listening to you and be there for all of you and then like i'm like trying to do this career in paris shit and i'm like struggling and i'm trying to be here for all of you guys and margo goes okay just take a breath <laughs> and i'm always there for you emily you always come to me for career and life advice and I'm always fucking here for you and I'm open with you about it. And Margo's like, No, seriously, take, take a breath. breath. We know take that never happened. Breath. Take a breath. Yeah, take, take a breath. Take a breath. Take a breath. And Emily just leans back and smiles and she goes, Uh, can we like relax? And she's like, No, I don't need to fucking relax. <laughs> you do. Margo's like, You do, you do. Yeah, I mean Emily goes. Uh, I think you sound fucking crazy. Just <laughs> chill out. And Victoria starts like doing the head pop, like you want to fight. Like she starts popping her head like that, and then <laughs> someone gets in between them, and she just keeps popping her head yeah. around. Like, she keeps like, I'm gonna look at you. I'm still looking at you. You know the waiters were like, make sure there are no French fries nearby. <laughs> Victoria cracks me up that she's like, oh my God, I'm like the sweetest in the group. Want to fight, bitch? Like, immediately. (laughs) This side has never come out of me. It's like, what, bitch? What? So she's like, if you're saying straight up that I don't know anything about any of you guys, like that everything's always about me, that I'm always talking about me, is that what you're saying? And Margo's like, please, please, just look at me for a second. Look, look. Okay. All right. And Margo's like, she's like, okay, stop looking at Emily. Stop just looking at me. Look, okay. Yeah, because she keeps popping her head around Margo. Right. And so Margo's like, yeah, I'm like seeing a different side to Victoria tonight. I mean, I've never seen her eyes like this. And then Emily says, you look fucking crazy to someone who's so heated, who looks like she's about to literally jump you. Are you really being a friend right now? I mean, you know what happened with Joanne. That's fucked up, Emily. <laughs> So Aja's like, listen, this isn't supposed to be, like, piling onto you, Victoria. She goes, really? Because that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like right now. I've given up children. I've given up marriage for this business. <laughs> like, oh, this Jenny storyline. That's Jenny. 
Jenny, Jen- and you say I don't listen. <laughs> so Anya's like, Victoria, no one is against you, okay? You have to understand that. We're all just looking down on you, not against you. And Victoria goes, I can just, I understand that completely, babe. And Anya goes, well, we have no issue if you want to stay longer and can. Of course you guys are closer. That's totally fine. And then... Victoria totally changes. Like, she's like, okay, yeah, like, I totally understand that. And Aja says, okay, you know, this was just about a rift. And we can work on it by talking to each other more, getting to know each other, asking questions about siblings, responding to texts, okay? (laughs) And Marco's like, yeah, because, like, honestly, the fact that you asked, like, how many siblings you have, and then I was like, oh, fuck, like, I don't even know, you know? And I was working on asking you questions, but, I mean, I guess I'm not great about it, so. (laughs) I apologize greatly because, like, you guys are so good at that. You know, like, I have other great qualities. Can't list them right now. But maybe by the time you ask me about them, I'll be able to. So I really love hanging out as a group because, like, it's just so natural. You know, Emily is, like... I mean, Emily, you know, like, you guys are closer to each other. Anya's close to that dog in a weird jacket. Um, Emily likes drapes. You know, I'm closer to Victoria. It's nature, guys. Just how love it's works. nature. Yeah. Yeah. And Emily goes, certain friends are closer than other friends. It's like, look, not all the drapes can close on each other together. Some drapes are with some windows and some are with other windows. Okay? That's just the way drapes work. And at the end of the day, they're still friends. We're all still friends. And we all still care about each other. And we all still look out for each other. Am I right? Well, I just want you three to know that, like, bringing this up wasn't trying to blame all of you. And I'm sorry if I make things about me. You didn't bring this all up. They brought it up. Yeah. Like, how nuts are you? And then I uh, love this. I hope she's on 10 seasons of this show. Oh, I know. She's great. And then Aja, Aja does the reality show thing when they don't want to fight anymore. So they just brushed under the rug. She goes, sometimes sisters fight. So I'm going to make a cheers to my Parisian sisters. And then it goes, including Casey. Without you guys, they just, they like add that in. So obviously in post to all my Parisian sisters, including Casey, I just want to say without you guys and Casey, I would not be the same person. I'd like to think that without me, you would not be the same either. Cheers to all of you and Casey. And Victoria, just to prove that she belongs on Bravo, goes, and to being open and honest with each other. (laughs) Through whatever tiff we may encounter. So it's my fault, I guess. It's always my fault. Like a total little mini Kyle Richards in the making. Yeah. So basically, this is the part where they're like, oh, my God, like, maybe we fight sometimes, but we're still such close girlfriends. We just all have strong personalities and like we bicker because things have gotten deeper and like it's bumpier. And that's like that's like almost beautiful. Yeah. And they go outside to go into the bridge together and woo really loud. And um, Anya's like, yeah, Paris is hard. It's in a place. It's not so easy just to make it. Your friends become more than just friends. They become as necessary as your morning croissant or your evening champagne. Wow, deep. Deep on you. <laughs> and your four o'clock poop. So <laughs> Emily's like, I always see Paris as a woman. She's always growing and changing day by day. Evolving. Kind of like these girls. And you know what I say to that woman? Drapes. You need <laughs> drapes. And that's it. They do a countdown and then 
on the count of zero, the Eiffel Tower comes to life and sparkles. Wee oui, wee, oui. and that's the end of the season. I really hope it's not the end of the series. I God, I, I really enjoy this show. So that's it, though. That's it for now. I guess we'll see what happens with it. So thanks, everyone, for listening this season. And uh, we're going to be back tomorrow with some real housewives of Salt Lake City. Thanks, everyone. Talk to you the next one. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila. She's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. Dana do. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickless. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. You're never alone with Lacey Monteleone. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors, the incredible edible Matthew sisters. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. She's not harsh, she's Jill Hirsch. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 days of summers. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. Undo your fasteners, it's Erin Kastner. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. Let's get real with Caitlin O'Neill. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs>